Hello, and welcome to On The Money Podcast with me, Shran, and my close friend, Chloe. We'd all agree that having a handle on your personal finances is an important life skill. But as we've been going through some of life's key milestones ourselves, we found out firsthand that personal finance has become inaccessible and too complicated, meaning it's not always easy to keep on top of your finances. By drawing on our own experiences and through lots of research, our aim is to demystify the world of finance and empower you to achieve your own financial goals. Before we get started guys, anything we discuss in this podcast are our own thoughts and opinions and are not in any way to be considered financial advice. We recommend you seek help from a financial advisor if that's what you're looking for. So um, it's obviously coming close to Christmas time and in most other years everyone's sort of getting really excited, planning their Christmas plans. Obviously things are slightly different this year. However, we really didn't want to lose the festive spirit this year and thought it'd be really good for us to um, do a little episode on um, how we can sort of adjust our Christmas plans this year given the current situation um, and really think about where we're spending our time and money this year and um, basically make it very, very intentional because obviously this year not everyone is um, in the jobs that they were expecting to be or in the situations that they were expecting to be so like this year is probably a very good time to really think about that and make Christmas work regardless of what the situation and the circumstances Um, so Chloe I know that you're super excited about this episode because um, you're obviously really keen to make this Christmas um, special but also have been looking a lot into minimalism um, and how that can play into Christmas so I was wondering if you can sort of give us a, a bit of a insight into what you found around minimalism around Christmas yeah sure and also just to say I'm super excited about Christmas like I just had a mince pie um in our break between episode recordings um and even though it's November I think that there's no reason to not get fully into a festive spirit a bit earlier this year because it's been a challenging year for so many of us I think you know if, if Christmas is something that's going to add a little joy why not um so yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, this is something I've come across quite recently, I think, um, is in the topic of, of minimalism. Some of you guys might have seen um, the documentary on Netflix with the minimalists. And, you know, I think whilst they have a fairly, um, uh, I suppose, extreme take on, on how you can live your life in a minimalist way, I think there are points in a variety of areas that we could all take from them and from the topic of minimalism generally that will help to... to and make our lives a little bit better and, and particularly around Christmas. And, you know, minimalism generally as a topic we'll probably explore next season in a bit more detail. But we thought actually, whilst we're talking about Christmas, particularly this year, it seems particularly relevant um, to, to touch on it now. So, you know, really, um, when we talk about minimalism, it, it's a lifestyle that helps people question what things actually add value in their life. And I think Sean put it really nicely about being intentional. It doesn't necessarily mean having less, you know, you have to throw out all your stuff. You don't have to not do anything and really kind of pair back to the basics if you don't want to, but it's just more about making room for what you want more of. And whether that is time, whether it's space in your home, more room for experiences, creativity, contribution to society, happiness, um, you know, I think that there's a number of areas within minimalism that are very helpful for a number of these topics. Um, so it's really, you know, at a basic level, clearing the clutter from your, you know, maybe your flat, but really it's from, from your life. And I think Christmas particularly can be one of those times where 
we add a lot of clutter um you know a lot of well-meaning gifts that we buy the people that people buy us that are probably not something we really need or will make use of um and equally maybe it's going to be different this year and it most likely will but it's a very cluttered time Christmas as well so normally people are very busy December it's a big month for social um uh social activity normally um and I guess this year really allows us to reflect on that partly because we're not going to be able to to most likely be as social as we would have been in previous years with coronavirus so perhaps it's a time to reassess actually what works best for us and could we be a bit more intentional with our time and and with our lives and the way that we spend the Christmas period so with that in mind we thought it'd be helpful to gather up a few tips of ways to embrace minimalism this Christmas so at the very most basic level this can be around not buying excess stuff for people or for asking for excess stuff for yourself um and I think I just want to caveat all this by saying if there's something that is going to really add value to your life that you know that you'll love and you'll get a lot of happiness out of that's absolutely fine and I think that's a very intentional decision you know what I think what, what we're trying to eliminate is that unintentional accumulation of stuff um and finding yourself committed to you know lots of things that you don't really want to go to and that kind of thing to make sure that actually everything in your life is really adding value to your life so one of the first ways we thought um about doing that is by instead of asking for a gift for yourself necessarily for christmas is by looking at charity gifts um and there are a few ways of doing this one of them could be either just a donation um that you make on behalf of yourself or on behalf of somebody else as a present but if somebody wants to have if you'd like to be able to give someone something I suppose potentially a bit more tangible a lot of charities offer um gift services where you can buy a particular item to serve the cause um or you know contribute an amount that goes towards a particular purpose that can be you know make it a bit more tangible for somebody so an example could be paying for a Christmas meal for people in a homeless shelter and you know that you've bought you know five meals for someone for people um equally you know save the children do something like you can buy a certain number of mosquito nets and things like that so sometimes if you want to make the gift a bit more tangible you can assign your donation to a particular thing I know Sharon actually a few years ago you did this for your birthday yeah I did I think basically with with birthdays the older you get you sometimes feel like gift giving is almost like um a give and receive and you get to the point where you're like I actually don't feel like I need anything in my life extra from what I already have and I just I had just got to that point and I was like actually I know people if I say don't get me presents they still will so I thought this was a great way to um, get around that and actually still feel like I was doing something um, beneficial while at the same time keeping people who wanted to give me something happy. Yeah, I think I think that's a really nice way of doing it. And I think particularly this year, that's something that, you know, if you'd like to, that's a topic um, to definitely consider when thinking about where you might want your gifts to go this Christmas. One of the other things that is often really popular, particularly at work, but maybe a little bit more challenging this year in, in a work environment is Secret Santa. And I think, you know, this still in, involves buying something for somebody. But if you have a close group of friends, rather than, you know, all five of you, say, buying all the other four a particular gift and ending up with all of this stuff, doing secret santa a is really fun like i've always i've always enjoyed a good secret santa and b um means that overall you're kind of consuming less and adding less sort of clutter to people's lives and even within secret santa and outside of something like secret santa when you buy gifts maybe think about buying something really thoughtful as opposed to something necessarily expensive or for the sake of it so you know for me um 
I really love a good card, actually, like even a card over a really nicely written card that has a lovely message inside to me is actually more impactful than a present some of the time. Um, and there's something like, you know, a, a lovely card, a photo um, in a frame for somebody of a you know a particular event that maybe you went to together or a time you want someone to remember or something like a book that you think the other person will really get a lot out of because of reasons specific to them that you've thought about when choosing which book is going to be right for them, maybe with a little note written inside for them. Something like that, I think, really adds value to people's lives um, and is really lovely to receive. And I think just the idea of like DIY gifts or like really thoughtful gifts. I think the idea that it's very intentional. You're not just buying something off of a sale rack because you feel like you've got to give a gift, but actually you've really put thought into it, which I think has more impact. Um, And I guess with the cards and sort of those kind of things, there's so much you can do in terms of saving a little bit of money, but also making it intentional with DIY, whether that be you actually DIY your presence. Like I know a few people have got into art over the lockdown. Like maybe that's what you put your sort of, um, um, energy into it between now and Christmas and sort of DIY some cards or um, baked goods as well. I know the banana breads have been such a craze over lockdown. Again, like putting those skills to work and maybe providing sort of little homemade um, cakes and things like that. And it's just, it's an easy thing to do. It's something that you know people will appreciate. Um, at the same time, you're being intentional and you're saving some money. So I think all of those are, are just such great ideas. Something else that makes a really lovely gift is things like vouchers um, or an IOU card for a person. And you can get really personal with these. These can be quite creative and quite fun. Um, And maybe, you know, given the current situation that we're in, it's that sometime over the next year, you know, we can go and do X, Y, Z together um, whenever you want. And, you know, the day will all be all about you or or whatever it might be. Um, I think these can be really personal and they don't cost anything to make at the time or to write at the time. They kind of are a great creative outlet. And I think often make the other person smile. Um, I know that's something particularly as kids that we did, but maybe we are something we should bring into our adult lives too. Oh my God, I've just remembered that someone recently gave me a a present like this and it was just a little box with lots of little scrolls of paper and that had some notes in and every time I open the note, it's just something funny or or a nice memory or something like that. And like, honestly, it's it's something that just like keeps giving, even though the present I received about six six months ago, whatever it was, um, now I just like keep reading some of those papers and notes and stuff. And you're just like, actually, this is continuing to make me happy, even though it was such a simple and cheap gift. That's actually such a good point. It's also just reminded me that I am, this wasn't homemade, but last year in my stocking, um, I got a calendar from, there's an Instagram account called We Rate Dogs, which some of you guys might know. Um, I love dogs. It's basically super cute dogs. They rate them as it sounds and write cute captions. And they're, they have a little flip calendar, which has a different dog for every day of the year. Um, and it was like a t- it was like a little present, right? Like it's inexpensive. But honestly, we turn the calendar every day and have a laugh at the next dog. And it's brought so much joy throughout the whole year. And actually, I think anything that you can give that is going to be long lasting and to excuse me, that, that will stick with someone throughout the year and continue to add some value to someone's lives. Those are great gifts and they don't have to be particularly expensive either. And I guess the other thing, obviously, that we can do with um, gifts this year is sort of buying vouchers for days out or um, often tea, spa days and things like that. Again, this is something that people will get value from. And I think particularly in this current climate, we don't know... Um, when we're going to be able to do these kind of things, so these kind of vouchers, which are valid for sort of a year or two years, 
that are really helpful because at the point that we are able to do them, they've got something to look forward to. Yeah, for sure. And again, you know, being able to look forward to something is actually um, a really big part of gifts sometimes. So, you know, particularly when you, if you book a holiday or something like that, you know, I mean, you'll all know from personal experience, you get so much value from being able to look forward to it, which is probably the one downside to doing last minute holidays is you don't really have that build up where you can get excited. So um, I think that's a really lovely take on it. Outside of gifts themselves, I think this Christmas is going to be a little bit different um, given the scenario that we find ourselves in at the moment. And I think, you know, we can embrace that and perhaps try and make new traditions this Christmas. So perhaps, you you know, we don't know yet, but maybe you might be spending it with slightly different people than you might necessarily normally would if you would normally go visit family. Um, and I think there are opportunities in that too. So maybe this is the year that you start a new tradition and maybe that is that you will bake on Christmas Day or maybe it's that historically where you called... Um, you know your family members on the phone actually everyone's really embraced the gift of zoom this year perhaps it's that you know you have a zoom christmas where everybody is virtually together even if not physically together i think we should just rather than thinking about the things that are potentially missing this year we should try and focus on the um the new traditions that we can create and things we can look back on in years to come yeah, definitely. And I guess one of the new things that I'm trying to do this year is support local. It's something that I spoke about in our lockdown learnings um, that clearly you've been doing and something that I want to embrace over Christmas. Um, and that's making sure that wherever I do decide to spend my money, I'm trying to do it locally so I can support the businesses and people in my local community to ensure that actually me buying a present for someone is not only benefiting that person I'm giving the present to but also the person I'm buying the present from um so yeah so that's definitely something to add to my list and also on the local point you know we as well as obviously gifts for other people um we consume so much food around Christmas um whether or not that be just because it's that time of year and being winter and you know carbs but or whether it's we want specific Christmassy food and I think if you can the more you can try where possible to support local um um you know whether it's butchers or um bakeries or things like that the better at this time of year rather than necessarily getting everything from the big shops and I appreciate sometimes you know things are a little bit more expensive so it's got to be right for you but I think the more we can do that the better you know where we want businesses to still be around in next year or a couple of years time um I think it's on us to try and support them where possible. So a lot of those focus on where you're spending and what you're buying. Um, and I think one of the other points to just think about this Christmas is not overscheduling your Christmas period, even if it is just with lots of Zooms, you know, even if you're not going to see people in the same way that you might have done historically. Take the time this year to really embrace the opportunity to do a bit less, um, to have a bit of a break. You know, it's been a tough year for everybody. And I think this could be a good opportunity to think about actually what value do I get out of just being a little bit less busy, being a bit more intentional with my time and maybe try and, you know, embrace um, something that you've been trying to work on this year. I know a lot of people have used COVID and um, lockdown to take up new hobbies and Sharon, you mentioned um, art is one of them, whether it be sort of art or baking or being able to read a bit more, maybe just try and give yourself that gift this December and in the time where you would have maybe gone for lots of after work drinks or, whatever it might be that that you normally do in December and around Christmas, use that time to to work on some passions and some sort of self-care, I suppose, for yourself. Um, and I think it could help you in future think about what the right balance is for you. I love that. I think that's so important given the year that we've had. Definitely um, my plan. So, 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I was going to say, look, all of these minimalist um, Christmas ideas are great. But obviously, for most of us, this is going to be a lifestyle change and a mindset change. So not all of this is going to happen overnight. And actually, some of us might decide, actually, this is not what we want Christmas to stand for. And that's totally fine, too. So I think it's still important for us to cover some of the basics around Christmas and festive spending and budgeting and things like that. Because regardless of whether you choose to go down the minimalist route or whether you choose to go down the traditional route I think there are still some learnings both of both sort of groups can take um so the first thing that I really want to talk about is regardless of which route you go down it's really important to understand how much you think you can afford to spend this Christmas um obviously the circumstances might be different um for different people and actually your circumstance this year might be completely different from where you were last year with um all that's gone on um around coronavirus so um first thing that I'm going to sit down and do is really think about how much can I afford to spend and what do I need to spend that on it might be that actually what you're spending on might be less so presents because you've chosen to go down the minimalist route but actually you're still really keen to have that big lavish feast because that's what brings you joy that's totally fine just make sure that you've allocated the um, budget for that item and written your list of things that you need because that will just make you feel more prepared and be able to plan to spend that money um, consciously between now and Christmas time. For sure. And I think with all of these things, a lot of it is around getting organized and getting a plan. Um, you know, if you know the amount of money that you can spend overall on presents this year or on, on Christmas spending generally, you can then split it up accordingly rather than doing it bottom up and saying, these are all the things that I want. How much do they cost? Oh, that's a bit much. I guess we'll just figure that out later. Um, so having a plan and getting organized firstly allows you to stay on budget, but also it means that um, you can spread out some of your spending over time. So often December is quite a peak in spending. And if it's not, if it doesn't necessarily work with your cash flows and um, being able to do it a little bit a bit earlier might be really helpful. And also if you're organized, you can take advantage of um, deals on things like Black Friday. Chen and I were just talking about this before the episode equally don't feel drawn in by Black Friday and the need to spend. You know, I was saying that I find things like Black Friday quite stressful because it makes me look at all my things and go, oh, what do I need a new version of? Whether it's my, you know, I was saying my iPhone's pretty old, maybe I should get a new one, but it still works. Like I'm still happy with it. It doesn't, I don't really need it. Um, and so I, I think, you know, make sure that if you have things that you want, great. You know, try and take advantage of, good deals on things like Black Friday and Boxing Day sales after Christmas, but don't feel compelled to spend just because that's what Black Friday is all about. I think with Black Friday and Christmas generally, just you know, remember that advertising is designed to make Christmas synonymous with spending and buying gifts and you know consumption. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be what it's about if that's not what you really need this year. Um, Equally on the timing of when you do stuff, actually, you know, in this in this um, environment where we might not necessarily be seeing everybody in the run up to Christmas that we normally would, if you're not going to see somebody till after Christmas, buy their gift after Christmas. You know, we know how um, how much we know how good deals can be following Christmas, whether it's Boxing Day sales or going into the new year. And so actually, that's a great opportunity to buy the same thing Um and, and be able to um, give it to that person when you do eventually see them. And equally, if you're super organized, I can't see myself ever being this organized, you know, take those opportunities in the sales to buy gifts ahead of next year. But for me, 
that's just too far. <laughs> yeah, I think it probably is for most people. But if you are super organized, well, good on you then. Um, one thing I'd add in terms of the sales is, like you've said, Chloe, um, the marketing can really get to you. And sometimes it's hard to know whether you're getting a good deal or whether they've just hiked the price and then dropped the price again and made you feel like just because it's a sale that you're getting a good deal. So the thing that I use here that really helps me out are these two websites. Um, one's called Camel, 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 like the animal. Love it. Um, and what you do there is you can just um, paste in a Amazon URL and it will show you the historic price for that item in the last year. So then you can really see, has this price really dropped or has it gone up and then dropped to normal levels? And you can then make an assessment as to actually, I'm getting a great deal in this sale or I'm not, and it's not worth me spending my money right now. Um, and then the other one that does a similar thing, but more generally across um, products is uh, Idealio. So that's I-D-E-A-L-O. And again, I can type in um, like a vacuum cleaner or something like that and then see what the sort of lowest price has been and sort of what retailers are carrying um, that product at that price. So really great ways of just making sure that you aren't getting done over by these sales and actually using them to your advantage. Do you reckon it's called camel, camel, camel because of a camel's humps? And so it's kind of showing the fluctuation in price over the last year or something um, like that. I actually have no idea. I mean, I've always <laughs> wondered why it's called that, but I think that's a pretty good theory. Or maybe it's because camels store. Uh, let's stop there. I don't, think should, <laughs> I don't think we should digress too far into that. Um, but that's really useful. I didn't know that. And I, I'm definitely going to take advantage of those. Um uh this year because i think that's particularly useful if you're looking for a particular gift but need to find the best price as well um also i've just um thought and actually this kind of throws back to our earlier point around food and shopping local and all that kind of thing this time last year we did an episode on food waste um this time of year particularly is when lots of food is wasted and particularly if you're used to shopping say for lots of people at Christmas and actually it's going to be a smaller group of you this year you might find yourself with excess um, stuff that you're just not going to get through and something I really wanted to signpost and actually I've seen being quite active in my community at the moment um, is an app called Olio um, and again you know definitely go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already as well as the one on sustainable spending that looks at um, spending more sustainably both for yourself and for, for the world um, but Olio is really good for food sharing um, in your local community so if, for example you have stuff in your fridge that's going to go off or things in your cupboard you're not going to use and you want to well you would be throwing them away otherwise you can just pop them on Olio and then someone else can come and collect them and obviously bear in mind you know all the restrictions that, that are in place at the moment make sure you do this safely but um, I think that's another way to make sure that you're not just gathering up excess stuff that you don't really need and to help your local community. 100%. And I think it's probably worth acknowledging that this Christmas, um, you might have had a plan, a savings plan for how you're going to fund it. But actually, um, with coronavirus, um, you've not quite managed to meet that plan or you're on furlough and the cash flow is just not where you expected it to be. That's totally fine. I think a lot of us are in that situation. And I guess there are a few things that you can think about in terms of saving a little bit more um, around the Christmas period. Um, so one of the things I was actually suggesting to Chloe was maybe doing a potluck Christmas. So often with family Christmas meals, um, one family takes on the burden of um, 
maybe not burden, but takes on the, the responsibility of cooking, <laughs> of um, cooking the entire Christmas meal. And maybe just to spread that um, load around this year, you suggest that everyone bring an item for the Christmas meal and spread the load a little bit. Um, not only is that going to make it slightly easier for you on Christmas Day, but also um, it's going to make that financial um, hit on, on you this Christmas slightly less. Um, and then the other thing um, that you might want to consider is we we still have, what, five, six weeks till Christmas. Um, that still sort of is um, a couple of weeks of where you could be saving a little bit extra um, for you to have in hand at Christmas time. So it might be that you skip out on a, um, a weekly takeaway that you do for the next six weeks because you want to have that little bit extra cash in hand so you can have that little bit extra special um, Christmas this year. But equally, I think that Chloe made this point earlier. <laughs> I don't, don't want to skip my takeaways. I don't... <laughs> I they are a big source of joy in my week so but you know as Dren um rightly says it's all about assessing what is most important to you and if if you would rather have that spread out a little bit more before Christmas then that's fine but also if you want to make sure that you can have you know you can optimize what you can spend at Christmas then it's probably worth forgoing some of those things in the meantime yeah absolutely it's a total pro it's a total personal preference but it's just figuring out whether you want to do that and kind of planning that earlier rather than getting to Christmas and realizing that that's what you should have done um and then the other thing that I wanted to mention was obviously a lot of us will be traveling home for Christmas hopefully um and it might be worth um buying some of those tickets early and this is something that a lot of people usually do around Christmas time but maybe even more so the case now um with lockdowns um being put in place and then potentially being opened at the time of Christmas time. Um, however, one thing that I would um, suggest definitely this year is to understand what flexibility your ticket gives you just in case you aren't able to travel or you need to postpone your ticket. Um, it might just be worth paying a little bit extra now so that you have that flexibility um, in case you need it later on um, in December. So we hope that maybe some of those tips have resonated with you. And as with all of these things, you know, you're not going to necessarily do everything we've talked about today this Christmas, nor will we. Um, I think it's really crucial to just pick out the things that resonate most with you and that you feel you're going to be able to implement in your own life. So try and just think about one or two things that we've said today that um, might work well for you and, and your family and the people you are spending this Christmas with. Um, as I said, we're going to talk about minimalism a bit more next season. So we'd love to know your thoughts on it. If you have any um, questions around minimalism or thoughts on on the topic, um, please just let us know either via our Instagram or via our email. Otherwise, we wish you a lovely Christmas. Thanks for listening to the On The Money podcast with Chloe and Tran. If you like our show, please rate it and review it. And if you want to find out more, check out our Instagram page at on the underscore money.